Hello, welcome to the Loney Show. I'm your host, John Maloney. In this episode, don't have regulars, because reasons, again, as always, it's going to get, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, as for our guest, he is from the United States. Well, I guess we'll never know. He currently lives in Italy. He is an international lawyer, tech founder, global citizen, and his creative work has appeared across multiple mediums, including a re-release memoir, The Two Apostles of 2014. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll give you David Cantor. Hi, how's it going, Peter? Thanks for the introduction. The way you said United States of America made me want to sing the Star Spangled Banner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Made me proud. Yes, (laughs) indeed. So, how's life? Life is pretty great. It's pretty grand. As you mentioned, I mean, uh, I'm a New York native, but I I live in Italy. I live in Tuscany. I got a couple of young daughters who are bilingual and, you know, a wife who's originally from China, but trilingual. And, you know, I'm just getting by with my American. Okay. Cool, cool. Good. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? What was that? How how about yourself? All's good? My life's going great. (laughs) It's good to hear. Yes. Have you been up too much recently? Let's see. I just got back from a pretty great meeting. Um, because I'm going to be releasing a, a new book titled I Am Q. So the paperback edition will be available as soon as the 1st of November. We have a multimedia version that's already live and, and on the website. Um, but I just got back from a, a great meeting here with a, a few artisans in, in Florence. And we're going to make a limited edition uh, release of this, of this book. So it's just, you know, the creative process of, of bringing a book to life is actually pretty, pretty grand. So I'm enjoying that immensely. Nice. Very good. Yeah. So how did you get here? Here on this podcast? Through the oh, yes. Well, yes, but anywhere, anywhere up until this week. Exactly. What was your journey like? Let's see. Like, like all of us started from my mother, which is funny because I actually used to travel a lot. Right. I did a lot of backpacking in my 20s. And there was actually a point, uh, you know, where everyone's like, where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? And I just started saying, I'm from my mother. It was, I got mixed reactions, right? I got mixed reactions. But my, my journey's been quite nonlinear, right? I, I, I was very much, and still to this day, never projecting myself too far into the future. If anything, I've, I've had, you know, some pretty significant existential crisis along the way, uh, which continue to, you know, surface into my life. Um, and I think that's where some of the art comes from, some of the creative spirit comes from. And, you know, the, the only linear fashion to my journey has been, well, you got to earn money, you got to work, you got to create a career, you know, a lot of things that come through societal pressures. But I've managed. You know, I've managed to, to you know, start my life, uh, you know, in a pretty, I would say, particular way when it went to the working world, right? 16, going to Manhattan, interning at some financial institution in Manhattan and experiencing the grind, you know, that corporate existence, very, at like a malleable age, you know, when you still have hormones, you know, and your, your, your voice is still cracking and, um, I started to question these things very early on, Jamie, right? Just kind of these, these pressures of, you know, the working world and, you know, 
what does it mean? You know, how, where, what does your future take you? And all these questions, um, fast forward, have kind of brought me to, you know, along the journey um, to meeting, you know, a soulmate who, you know, we have our lives together very much, you know, inspired by the world, inspired by meeting people, inspired by new places. Um, and, you know, two healthy children and, you know, somewhat of a, a base, you can say, uh, as to where we are, you know, today. Um, so, yeah, that it's, there's, there's a lot in between the lines, um, but it's still going. Nice. Very good. Yeah. If you could live anywhere else in the world, where would it be? Well, I would, I would get a plot of land somewhere in the countryside. So I'm not going to give you like a specific city or a specific village or state or country. You know, if I could live anywhere else in the world, I'd open the door and I'd be, I'd be somewhere in the countryside. Uh, I would hear silence. I'd hear everything around me. I'd have my children there. Um, so that's where I, I would live. But that's me. I, I don't know if my wife would come join me. Hmm. Okay. The countryside is nice. <laughs> countryside. That's right. I want to see yes. sunrise and set and understand the celestial movements. Nice. How did you spend your last birthday? You know, this is where I need to call my wife into them. She's got a great memory. Because I, I don't know where I was. Oh. Yeah, anticlimactic, right? I got my 40th coming up. So, oh. yeah, after February, I can tune back in and let you know what I did for my 40th. Quite honestly, I can't really remember what I did. Oh, okay. You went to a Chinese restaurant. Oh, cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Swag. <laughs> yes if you were hosting a dinner party and could invite anyone that you wanted who was either dead or alive what five people would you invite what a question love this question you know what i wrote about this question you know it's, it's in my first uh, memoir so i actually have a good idea as to who i'm going to fill up not i'm not going to fill up the table right but I'll tell you two people that I'm going to put uh, at this dinner table. One is going to be uh, a very loud and obnoxious individual. His name is Larry David. Do you know Larry David? Not particularly, no. One of my favorite writers. Have you ever heard of Seinfeld? Is oh, yeah, I've heard of Seinfeld. He wrote Seinfeld. He's the writer behind Ah, okay. And, you know, that makes sense. He's got Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is like the HBO series. It's basically about his life. Um, and you either love Larry or you hate him. There's no like middle ground, right? Um, and I have middle to, ground. Yeah, he he he's just the best in awkward moments. You know, I think that's where he gets his material. That's where he, he just generates awkward moments in society. Um, so he's my man. Larry David is my man. He's sitting at this dinner table, and right next to him is uh, Mahatma Gandhi. So I'm going to have Gandhi at my table, and I already imagine a dialogue between the two of them, Peter. You know, I can see, you know, Mahatma just keeping to himself, like a, a glow about him, and not really eating his dinner. You know, we probably have a great meal on the table, too. It's, it's you know, whatever you make of it. But Mahatma's not eating. You know, he's doing his thing. 
Um, and Larry's just sitting next to him, obnoxiously eating, you know, his steak and asking Mahatma if he's going to, you know, eat his steak. And if he's not going to, then maybe he can give it to him. So I haven't filled up my other seats yet. But th that's, those are two people I'm going to have at my dinner table. Uh, looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. What would a world populated by clones of you be like? Clones of who? You. Ooh. <laughs> you. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Confusing. Extremely confusing. You know, there's enough uh, existential crisis in this world with, with one of me. So, yeah, that would just be mass confusion. Wouldn't want to okay. be there. I don't think I'd want to be there. Fair enough. Yeah. Would you rather be able to breathe underwater or have the agility of a cat? Breathe underwater. Definitely. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I'd love to explore that world. Yes, me too. Not having a surface, right? Yeah. And there's so much to explore underneath the ocean because 70% uh, of the planet is covered by water, I guess. Right, it is. And there's, there's still places to explore there. Not to mention, I feel like I, I have the agility of a cat already. Oh, okay. Not a, it's a win-win. Yeah, win-win. Yeah, right? I can't breathe underwater. Yes, very good. Great questions. I wasn't expecting this. Yeah, neither was I. <laughs> All right? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. What was the last funny video you saw? Ah. Good one. Because I don't really watch my, many clips. Um, not a TikTok guy. I have much longer attention span, but a funny clip that I was pulling up the other day in, in, a, in a butcher shop in Italy with a Venetian friend. I don't know how we were talking about it, but I asked him if he ever saw this video about uh, the women's rugby team from New Zealand. Oops. Oh, yeah. You ever seen this? Incredible. Yeah, you, I've heard of You know, Google, like, New Zealand women's warm-up rugby. And you'll get a bunch of results. And, like, they do this tribal dance. And these women have thighs like oak oak trees and can crush your head, you know, with, with their fingers. So that's an amazing video clip. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've heard of that before. It's uh, impressive. Yeah, yeah. You got to watch it. Oh, yeah, I will certainly do that. <laughs> what was the longest trip you have taken? Still on it. Still on it. No, but really, I think um, I, I ventured pretty deep into the Tibetan grasslands. Um, my, my 20s, uh, solo, backpacking, not much money. Um, and I, I ventured pretty deep into China. And was one of the first to enter Tibet after the Lhasa uprising. So I even got stopped by the Chinese army, pulling me off, asking me where I came from, uh, taking my passport. And then eventually, well, it was Tibet, but they were saying, welcome to China. So I didn't understand the significance of that at the time. But yeah, this was part of like almost a year exploring um, that region of the world. And that, that was a highlight 
I went to go sleep with a nomadic family, like a real nomadic family that I randomly met um, at like a small one horse town. And yeah, we, we jumped on a couple motorcycles and head into the grasslands. So I, I lived there with his family for a while. They'd never seen a white person before. Hmm. That was interesting. That was a trip. I mean, imagine they've never seen a white. They they, they couldn't read. Um, I had a digital watch, and they 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 weren't able to read my watch. So oh yeah, far out. Yeah, intriguing. Hmm. What fictional item do you wish you owned in real life? Yeah, moon shoes. Moon shoes. Oh yes. So fabulous. You know, just you know, defy gravity. Cool. What should they teach in high school, but they don't? My mother is a retired high school teacher. Um, I would say, I would venture to say, even the most recent writing that I put out, I would love it to, to, to be some curriculum, right? And just to give you a snapshot of that, you know, we read Catcher in the Rye back in high school. Um, there's another book called Ishmael by Daniel Quinn. And these are, you know, thought-provoking essays about contemporary issues of the times. I wouldn't say Catcher in the Rye necessarily. That's more of like a coming-to-age story. But I wish there were more coming-to-age stories in high school. Now, I have no idea what's going on with kids in high school these days. I feel very removed from that generation for, for, for many reasons. But I imagine something that is layered and meaningful in the form of literature, you know, not necessarily academic literature, but more so in terms of human fabric literature, you know, Catcher in the Rye is a good example. It's a coming to age story. Ishmael by uh, Daniel Quinn is, is a great book about issues of its times. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I wrote this story, I Am Q, about uh, what I also believe are some pressing issues of the time. And I believe it's entertaining enough that it can resonate. So I do wish there were more meaningful, you know, curriculums revolving around literature that would attract kind of that short attention span, you know, high school student. Ah, right. Of course. Mm. Where do you see yourself? 20 years from now on that farm on in that countryside home I was talking about I have a golden retriever an old jeep with the roof cut off yeah that's where I'll be yeah. close to the earth yeah, close to the earth close to the earth nice nice it's not too close you know fair enough yes absolutely <laughs> social distancing Right, right. Yes. Would you consider yourself to be an extrovert or an introvert? A solid extrovert, you know, with glimpses of introvertedness. Hmm. All right, then. Is there a song that you really like, but most people don't particularly aren't into as you are? Oh, I think I got a pretty good taste in music. I wish I could play some music for you right now. Can I? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I got I, I got fifty nine playlists on Spotify. Wow, so, that's a lot of playlists. Yeah, I got I got a solid amount of playlists, and um, yeah, here's one from let's say playlist number fifty eight. Because I like 
a little bit of uh, old school kind of stuff. So tell me what you think about this. Can tell me if you can hear it. Oh yeah, I can hear it. Nice. I love this. this is Japanese art. So that that's a that's an example. I think it's not for everyone, right? Fair enough. It is pretty good, I might say. Thanks. Welcome. Thanks. What other kinds of music do you often listen to? Um, very eclectic. I can tell you what I don't listen to. That's a a smaller sampling, right? I okay. Don't, I don't listen to anything binary. So I tend to stay away from anything that has like machine input, you know, something where you can't tell the source of a song. So, you know, you're mixing your voice up or if you made an 18 piece orchestra just by pushing a few buttons, I tend to stay away from all that kind of music. Ah, more organically acoustic kind of music. Yeah, that's 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 where my soul is more attached to. Fair enough. I have to agree with that. Yeah. I certainly do too. Right on. Yeah. Which pizza topping do you most relate to? Which what topic? Which pizza topping do you most relate to? What's Peter Poppin? Pizza. P I double Z A. Got it. Yeah, I'm like a like a broccoli rob, which is like, you know, kind of a bitter vegetable uh, with some salsicha, with some sausage, you know, red sauce. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I like a bit of sausage on my pizza. There you go. You should throw in some of the bitter vegetable, like a bit, like a bit viola or betiola, however you say it. And uh, yeah, like a broccoli rob, like a bitter, bitter green. It goes nice with the sausage. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. I could think of it right now. Speaking yeah. of which, I'm having pizza for tea, so which is a convenient timing on such a occasion. <laughs> Glad to be of service. You're welcome. If you could level up in life, just like in a video game, where would you put your next skill point into? I would just write. So, time. I would level up so I can have time to just write. Nice. We all need more time in this world. It just yeah. slips away. Level up with some time. Yes, absolutely. What stats for your life would you lo most like to see? What, what what in my life? Sorry. Which stats in your life would you most like to see? Stars. Stars? Stars. Stars. Yeah. Uh, Dustin Hoffman, you know that guy? Uh, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, Dustin Hoffman. He's um, I feel a very existential pull towards 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 Dustin. One of his first films. I don't know if you if you ever seen it or not, but I highly recommend everyone watch it. It's still very relevant towards today. It's called The Graduate. It's one of his classics. Um, but yeah, I, I would I would love to. Uh, hanging out with Dustin Hoffman and, you know, I mentioned Larry David earlier. Yeah. So I think those two would, would, would fill my heart a little bit of stardom, stardust. 
Fabulous. Yeah. Would you rather be transported 500 years into the future or the past? That's an easy one for me. I'm an old world romantic, Peter. If anything, I dwell on it too much, you know? So yeah. I'm, going, I'm going back in history, way back when. I'm going to try and fix this whole mess a little bit. Prevent the invention of the wheel. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, uh, yes. Keeping <laughs> things traditional. That's right. All right, fair enough. If you could get an exotic pet, what, what would it be? Um, a few things come to mind, but I'm, I'm also, where are these questions come? They're amazing. I, I, this, um, I'd love to see where you get these questions from. An exotic pet, imagine something colorful, like a spotted toucan, a toucan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Loud toucan. <laughs> Walking around my farmhouse. <laughs> oh, yeah. Keeping unwanted visitors out. Yeah. Yes, that would be, that'd be pretty convenient. That's maintenance, right? Yeah, absolutely. Don't have to worry about liability. And, you know, if I said like lion or yeah. something of that species, it carries a lot of liability. Toucans, mm -hmm. worst, I don't really think they're going to create much damage, but they'll, yeah, solid. Yeah. How much time do you spend on the internet? Uh, not too much. I spend time on a computer writing. I guess like when I use Google Docs, that's considered the internet. Too much. You know, I would like I fast forward where I want to be in 20 years. I, I, you know, in three years, I want to have a flip phone. You know, I, I don't want, I don't, the only way to contact me is if you have a number to my flip phone. I'm not going to have email. I'll get post. Um, so yeah, I have goals to aggressively cut down my usage of the World Wide Web. But right now, it's too much. Very consuming. Ah, all right then. Hmm. If someone wrote a book about you, what do you think its title would be? The guy who doesn't like waiting in lines. Or... Oh, that's relatable. <laughs> or the impatient apostle. Something uh, along those lines. All right, then. Yeah, Sounds pretty good. Awesome. If you have to pick between skydiving, bungee jumping, or scuba diving, which one would you choose? Well, I mean, I've done them all. And, um, yeah, I would skydive again. I'd like to do that. It's been a while. Yeah, I'd like to jump from, from, from planes, feel that, that sensation again. But you know what I really yes. interested to do is is um, cliff diving with a with a, what do we call it? You have a, not you have wings basically. You're just just floating over the hills in Austria or something. Paragliding, paragliding. I've done that, but with somebody else on my back. Some Brazilian guy was on my back. So yeah, I'd like, I'd like to just solo do a solo paraglide. All right then. Yeah, Sounds pretty good. Yeah, me and my toucan. We're just gliding. Sweet. <laughs> Have you ever tried a drink called Banana Friche? No. Is that the sponsor? Nope. It's not a sponsor. It's a 
something that pops up every time and everyone says, no, I never heard of it. I was like, yeah, I, I understand. I get that a lot. Never heard of it. Yeah, neither did I. Would you ever try space tourism? Would I ever try s- space tourism? Yes. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I know a lot of people don't like putting all the pollution in the air and all that diesel fuel, biodiesel fuel in the air and the atmosphere. But listen, like if I had a chance to see Earth from outer space, I would 100% do it. I'd feel weightlessness, eat some space ice cream. I mean, I'd take my kids with me. Fabulous. Yeah. What was the... Would you rather sleep on the wall or sleep on the ceiling? Yeah, ceiling, I suppose. The wall could get a little, you know, I feel like with a wall, a lot of blood could rush to the head. If I'm sleeping flat on the ceiling, I feel like I should feel a bit more even. Ah, nice. Yeah, ceiling. Nice. If you could erase one past experience, what would it be? Hmm. Well, I was really young, and uh, I had these onesie pajamas. You know, the kind that you zip up? Yes. And I was really young, and, well, I mean, I zipped it up without underwear. Still remember that? I, rem- I remember those. Yeah. I guess. It wasn't a good zip, but... Yeah, I removed that experience. Dang, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's tough. What's your favorite season? Fall, autumn. Easily. Capsulates everything for me. Fabulous. Yeah. Have you ever saved a person's or animal's life? Nothing ever big or grand. You know, I I am that guy who's like, if there's an ant in the house, I put it on a paper towel or cup it in my hand and try and put it outside. So, yeah, you know, nothing on a grand scale, though. Okay. Yeah. I think I've maybe had the potential to save a few lives, but in the more, like, you know, existential kind of way. Oh, all right, then. That that guy's been through some shit. He struggled. I can learn something from him. Yeah. I hope. I still hope to do that. Yeah. If you could host a talk show, who would you have on as your first guest? Maybe my mother. Or Larry. Right then. Larry. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Set the tone a bit. And then my mother. All right. Cool, cool. Which recent news story have you found most interesting? Of my story? Yeah. Ah. Uh, the fact that you can fail to succeed so many times. So it's a little abstract, right? But as I mentioned in the beginning of our podcast, I've always questioned, I've always confronted certain societal norms, societal pressures, many in the working world and what you need to do to get by. But in between all of these ambitions or responsibilities never has that inspiration or drive to 
carve out your own fate, if you will, left. So it's an abstract story that's still continuing to this day. Wow. Yeah. That is something. <laughs> Have you ever thought about sending mail to Bigfoot? I'd like to meet him. You know, I'd rather I'd rather track him down than uh, than send some mail. You know, I'd, I'd rather go on this journey to like follow his tracks, sniff him out, shake his big woolly hand. Uh, I'm more yeah. of like a kind of guy, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that would be the day. <laughs> And that is all we have for this episode. It's great having you on, David, talking about your many, many experiences and traveling and whatnot, everything else. It's been great. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Peter. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. And until next time, stay tuned for more. <laughs>